Welcome to PR Say, the podcast of the Houston chapter of the Public Relations Society of America. On PR Say, we spotlight our talented members and get to know each other a little better. If you are a PRSA Houston chapter member and don't get a chance to network as much as you'd like or are unable to attend our in-person events, here's your chance to connect with your fellow members. Hello and welcome to PRSA. This is the official podcast of the PRSA Houston chapter where we bring together all of our members so that we can connect and get to know each other a little bit better. I'm your host, Veronica Sofer, and I'm thrilled to host this podcast. It is a fantastic way to get to know each other because when we do connect in person, then you've got an opportunity to reach back out to someone and share with them what you liked about the episode or really just share some of the connections you made. So very excited about that. If you are listening on the podcast, make sure you hit subscribe. We don't want you to miss any episodes of PRSA. And if you're watching on Facebook or YouTube, drop some comments so that we know you're watching and just put a little hashtag replay if you're catching us at another time. So we'll go ahead and get started today. I've got an amazing guest joining me. She's coming on now. We've got Emily Conklin, APR, joining us. Emily, welcome to PRSA. Yes, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited about today's conversation because um, we're in the same space in the little niche in PR here in the Houston area. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Awesome. Yeah. So I'm from um, Dallas. Go Cowboys. Sorry, Texan fans. (laughs) But I'm new to Houston, moved here right in the middle um, of the pandemic, um, which was interesting uh, time to make a move and do a job change. But um, I've been primarily in public relations for school districts. Um, This is my 18th year. Um, but started in journalism, so um, as a news producer. So yeah, so been doing this for for a while now, and and just love it. Yeah, that's fantastic. And we're so happy that you're um, down in the Houston area with us. I remember when you were making that transition down to the Houston area, and I said, hey, don't worry, there's lots of opportunities here in Houston, and we've got a great support system. So glad you made it down here. Yes, me too. Loving it so far. Good, good. Well, tell us a little bit about your journey. I mean, you've said you've been in school district, school districts most of the time. I, I know what that feels like. And, mm-hmm. uh, but I also know that a lot of us had some either internships or experiences doing PR with maybe some of our outside groups or churches or charities. Tell us a little bit more about kind of what you did before you were all in school PR. Absolutely. So um, my degree is actually in broadcast journalism. So um, my goal in life was to be, I wanted to be the next Katie Couric, but um, you know, I, that was, that was the dream and um, took me in a different direction. I would say about during hurricane Katrina, I was like, I can't, I can't do news anymore. It's just, it's not for me. I'm telling too many negative stories. um, And I wanted to put some positive light on things. My internship um, in college was actually in radio. So I've kind of done some different things. Um, but got into school public relations, didn't even know that public relations really was a thing for school districts. Um, I was actually hired by Carrollton Farmers Branch, which is outside of the Dallas-Fort Worth area, and um, as a multimedia journalist back then, um, and it's dating myself some, but they had what was called <laughs> peg okay. channel, peg channels. And so my, my job was to fill that peg cable channel with content. And so that was what I was hired to do. I kind of went around and was almost essentially a, a news reporter for the school district, um, telling good, positive stories um, that were happening um, and putting that on our cable channel. Then we eventually grew to start streaming those things on our website, um, exploring, going live and doing that kind of thing. And then 
my career just kind of evolved from there. I went to Northwest um, Independent School District, which is actually outside of Fort Worth. It's one of the, the faster growing school districts in that area. Mm-hmm. Um, when I started there, there was like 13,000 students. Now they're just under 30,000. Wow. So they, they are really growing and it build out. It's supposed to be like 95,000 students. So they have ways to go. But um, and it, the, the job just kind of evolved. I brought video there and social media um, and then just wanted to learn more and eventually um, ended up being the executive director of communications there for a while. So, so yeah, and then it made the move down to Houston with my husband. He works in education as well. Um, and so that's, that's what brought us down to, to Houston. That's fantastic. And were you involved in the PRSA chapter in the Dallas area? I was. So I was in the Fort Worth chapter, and that's actually where I started pursuing my accreditation in public relations there. It kind of uh-huh. got on hold. I've got four children. So yeah. <laughs> with, each, with each child, um, I was really lucky that the, the PRSA board um, let me continue to pursue at different points in my life. Um, I didn't realize, you know, I'd, I'd gone through the readiness review, um, you know, did the presentation for the panel um, and then kept getting either was pregnant hospitalized with, you know, having to be on bed rest, (laughs) different things kept stopping me. Um, but I kept going and I finally got it, um, this past April. So, um, yeah, we were so excited for you. Yeah. (laughs) And, and, um, you've probably heard me mention before some of our listeners know that when we have school PR folks on, we have another organization that we're associated with, um, for the Texas schools, public relations society. And most of us are also PRSA members. So I love when our two worlds collide and that APR unites us in our effort to really grow the profession. So we were all very happy for you, Emily, and we cheered you on. Thank you so much. Thank you. It it was, it's one of those things. And I think it's just, it was about the journey, you know, it it took some time, which made it more special um, Mm -hmm. to me and to my family because they were there helping me along the way. Yeah. Yeah. So for those uh, members who are listening and they're interested in APR, what are, what's some advice that you would give? Because I know different people have had different pathways to get there. Um, some did it right out of, you know, as soon as they hit that five-year mark, they applied. And so they were younger. Some of us were mid-family. Some of us did it way, at, you know, at the end of our careers. What's some advice that you have for someone who's thinking about pursuing the APR? I think the biggest thing um, that I could share is just a personal thing that no time is the right time, you know, like it's not going to be this, um, I'll get it when, you know, my kid graduates or I'll get it when they start elementary or I'll, you know, those were kind of the things that I said, like certain milestones, um, but I quickly realized that there's really no right time, you know, so let's just do this. Um, I think things that helped me um, was setting a deadline for it, just signing up. So that way I knew this final time that I did. Um, I'm like, okay, I know I have to take the exam by this point. Um, finding a mentor yeah. was super helpful. Um, just somebody that, you know, you could talk to that really um, could tell you these were the kinds of things that I remember studying more for. Um I also used the, I think it's called Quizlets um, online, the different, you know, flashcards that really helped. Mm-hmm. Um, and even reading the book, the Cutlet book, that was, <laughs> that just takes you back. I will say too, having some, um, some true experience in the field helps, you know, a lot of people get in, they have that. Um, and I think there is like a time, you know, where you've got to at least be working a certain amount of years before right. you can get it. Right. But I know for me, it's like, I got in and I'm like, I want to do something. I want to test. Looking back on it, you know, when I started the process about eight years ago, I don't think I was ready. You know, I think it was a good thing. It took me a while because um, it helps to have that, you know, 
day-to-day experience in the office, you know, and, yeah. and dealing with situations that, you know, I probably wasn't exposed to eight years ago, you know, so, but it, right. being in it, you know, longer helps, you know, so, so yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, every journey looks different. Um, but I think just being flexible with yourself, giving yourself grace, um, and, and just, if it's something you want to pursue, I think just talking to people and how did you prepare, you know, what are some mm-hmm. strategies you use that really helped me. Mm-hmm. Well, and I applaud you because yes, with a young family and getting all those study hours in, and I just, you know, when I've tried to read the book after a few pages, it just all of a sudden for some of us, we're visual learners yes. and some of us can sit down and read an academic textbook and dive right in. But for others that mentorship and having those mm-hmm. uh, resources are, are really important. But I, um, I applaud you for, for doing that because I know a lot of people have tried and haven't quite made it yet, but that they will. Yes, absolutely. And, and like I said, I think it makes your journey so much more worthwhile when it, it does take some time, you know, I mean, everyone's is different, but I think along the way it's, you know, I'm proud of it. You know, it's something that I am proud of. So. Well, good, good. Well, Emily, another question for you, you know, um, there've been a lot of, uh, people coming out of college, young people asking for um, advice on different ways to land a job. And Mm -hmm. I always tell them you should certainly consider school public relations because it's a whole different field. And of course, most of them don't know that it's even existed. So what advice would you give to someone um, listening? We've got some peer SSA members in the Houston University of Houston chapter that, that often ask that question. Well, what is school PR? What does that actually mean? What do you do? Share with them what you do at Sheldon, because you're, you're more of a one-man shop kind of team. Yeah. So tell us what that looks like. For sure. So so in Sheldon, um, you know, and it, it's different too because every communication department looks different. Some truly do just that media relations and marketing focus. Ours actually encompasses our education foundation and, and business partnerships and advertising as well. Um, so we do a little bit of everything um, in our team. But I think something that's really important about those wanting to get in is to truly try to understand education and what education is, you know, it's great because those coming right out of college and into departments like ours for a school district can bring that knowledge of, you know, social media marketing and, and they might know that new cool trick that they can do. But I think truly understanding um, what they're marketing and what their branding would be super helpful um, following websites like, you know, even just TASA or Texas Association of School Administrators, just trying to understand um, what is our product because we we're not you know a for-profit of course you know but but we are selling something you know and promoting something so i think just truly understanding you know what what we have to offer and and what's um what public education is would help you know a school public relations professional even more you know do the job even better absolutely absolutely and the other thing um you mentioned it earlier is that you reached out to other people who helped you with your apr regardless of what, whether you're in oil and gas or nonprofit or the government space or school PR, just know that you've got a resource in PRSA that will help you. There are members who have been there, done that, and who really want to help you grow and shine. Absolutely. I love that um, about being involved with PRSA. I went to PR day just a couple of weeks ago, and it was really my first like big experience with Houston um, PRSA because, you know, just hadn't been getting out much with the pandemic and then was on maternity leave. So I'm, I was glad to get to go and meet people, but I love 
Um, I love my school PR group, of course, that's my family, but I love the different perspectives um, that PRSA brings um, because I hear things that, you know, that I may not always hear in that school education world. So yeah, I love that. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Well, Emily, it's been so great having you on PRSA and I'm so excited so that when we all get together in person again, other people will have learned a little bit more about you and then they can just connect with you. How do you prefer people connect with you through PRSA? Is your preference LinkedIn? What's the best way to connect with you? Yeah, probably email um, is the best for me. So uh, my email, it's pretty simple. It's emilyconklin at sheldonisd.com. Pretty easy. Yes, very easy. And I'll make sure that we put that in the show notes so someone can just drop you a message and say hello. Emily, it's great. been great having you on the podcast. So excited we were able to connect. Yes, thank you so much. Glad to be here. All right, guys, that wraps up this episode of PRSA, the official podcast of the Houston chapter of the Public Relations Society of America. As always, I'm your host, Veronica Sofer. So honored to get to connect you uh, with other members because at the end of the day, this organization is a phenomenal way to connect, grow, find mentors, find colleagues, and really just be able to share with people who are doing what it is you do and learn and grow from each other. So with that, I'm going to go ahead and wrap up this episode of PRSA. If you're listening on the podcast, make sure you hit subscribe. We don't want you to miss any episodes. If you're watching on YouTube or Facebook, drop us some comments. If you catch the replay, hashtag replay, and Emily and I will circle back. Thank you so much and we'll catch you on the next episode.